Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing on this fabulous day? I was just about to say what day of the week it is, and I have to think about it. It is Thursday, I believe. Yep, it's Thursday. Wanted to just uh, welcome everybody to the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. I'm an actual dog trainer, got a social media dog trainer, actually trained dogs. We've got uh, one of our boarding trained dogs right here next to me. Actually, there's three dogs in uh, the podcast studio right now, all lying down, all calm, all just hanging out. And they have not even been exercised today. And they're all drivey dogs. I say that because um, you don't need to exercise your dogs and tire them out for them to behave. Um, welcome to the show. The Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show is a a five-day-a-week show, and it has a different flavor than the the show that I do with the wonderful Joelle, which is on Wednesday and Fridays, is with the, um, what would Jeff do? So the Wake the Fuck Up with show, I usually do single topic. I try to come up with something that I'm motivated by, usually something I read or that's out there, and then I like to go off on it a little bit. so this is one thing that I was reading yesterday on social media. Um, I like to put my own twist on it. And I've been doing this for 20 years. Like my story has not changed for 20 years. And I'm seeing what a lot of people are doing is they're they're finally coming out of the woodwork. And they should have done it 20 years ago because a lot of these people have been around that long. But now they're doing it now. And I'm sorry, but it's too late. It's just too late to do it. You missed the boat. But back when I was talking about it, I was the crazy guy. But now, ironically, all of these well-respected dog trainers out there that everybody likes to put up at a high status, which is fine because they actually are well-respected and deserve high status. But now they're finally getting the balls to actually speak up. But you're late. You're late to the fucking game. And you should have fucking done it 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago. But now you're doing it. Well, where were you back then? Silent or making fun of me? Why? Because now it's affecting your business. But see, I projected this a long time ago, and I'm not trying to put myself on a higher status. What I'm saying is I don't give a flying fuck what other people think of me. I don't care about social media pressure. I don't care about cancel culture, which actually didn't exist 20 years ago. Sort of. I mean, JFK was canceled. Right. Abraham Lincoln was canceled. So there was a post yesterday by a trainer and I never named names in 20 years. I've never named names. And what, what folks were responding, especially about the, um, whole nonsense that's going on out there about the polarization between dog trainers is that many people commented that there's these camps out there. There's people that are ideologists about reward only, never correct your dog. Oh my God, it'll destroy the relationship. Never apply a punisher. You can accomplish anything you want with just a reward, which is bullshit, by the way. No, you cannot. And I would, and that's an open challenge to anybody. Show me how you stop a dog from chasing livestock with a reward. But but I titled this show, I Didn't Believe It Until I Needed It. I didn't believe it until I needed it. And what that means is this. A lot of people commented saying, I always felt that I could train a dog with reward only. Until, until... I got a dog that started chasing livestock, that started going after my horses, that started killing my chickens. Then I started now using a shock collar, e-collar, 
remote coward. They're all the same. Uh, that's another whole bullshit discussion out there that people are saying there's a difference. No, there's not. Okay. If you want to call e-coward technology and Dogtra and Garmin and Sport Dog, any of those names, they're all the same. It's all just, it's just all just wordplay to satisfy the marketplace to make it seem like you're not a mean dog trainer. So now all of a sudden, you're realizing that your methodology is not working. You're ending up with dead animals or kicked in the face dogs. And you're realizing, geez, maybe I should talk to somebody that is successful stopping dogs from doing these behaviors. Also, you get a lot of dog trainers. And I, we, we all know this. Like, we all know this. Like, this is obvious. And this is just not me. But talk to owners, talk to actual owners. They know that they've been kicked out of classes that don't believe in correcting dogs because their dog was too much for the trainer. That just means that they don't have the skill set. That's code word for, I don't have the skill set to help you with your dog or my methodology will not work on your dog. Well, what kind of dog trainer are you? Are you a dog trainer or not a dog trainer? Are you going to help a human or not help a human? Now, we absolutely turn down humans, but we wouldn't turn down a dog. I've got a great story for you. When I first started dog training and I traveled, I was traveling somewhere out of country, I believe. I think I was going to London, but I forgot. I'm not sure. And I needed a place to board my dog. Two, no, one dog. This is my original dog and how I got into dog training. So I found a place, I think it was in either New Hampshire or Vermont, well-known place, very big. They can handle dogs. And my dog stayed in its kennel the whole time. Why? Because it growled whatever anybody approached the kennel. Well, can you train my dog or not train my dog? Can you get my dog out of the kennel or not? Any skilled dog trainer can get a growling, barking, biting dog out of a kennel. Any skilled dog trainer can do that. So if you can't do that, you're not a skilled dog trainer. If you cannot remove a dog from its kennel, you do not have skill or you have limited skill. Now, I didn't believe it until I needed it. How about if every dog or the majority of dogs that you got into your boarding train, that you did one-on-ones, that you did consults with, how about if every one of those dogs were just like that? So you didn't work with easy dogs. You only worked with difficult dogs. You only worked with the dogs that the other person turned away. Now, you decided that the dog chasing the horses, cattle, livestock, oh, I guess the tool is okay. I guess my methodology does not work. How about if our business model, our client base, was working with those dogs almost exclusively. Meanwhile, every trainer that uses corrections, most of what they do, 95%, 90%, 80%, is rewards. Like, do you know that? Do people actually understand that? Do you really, really think that just because somebody corrects a dog for chasing livestock, but they're there for a full board and train and they're fully off-leash training their dog, do you think all they do is correct dogs? 
Well, we've got a video called Green to Graduate. It shows you how gentle we are with dogs. We just did a live e-cower course, unedited. No corrections. Like, the proof is in the pudding. Live, unedited. Right in front of everybody. Right in front, like, we did it. 500 people signed up for it. So, it's really interesting how people stick to ideologies and then they either cast aside the dogs that the ideology doesn't work or the smart ones go, these are their own personal dogs usually, go, huh, well, and they're brave enough to say, this didn't work. Maybe I should look into something else. The other ones will not admit it. The other ones will not admit it. This is extremely common in the industry. But you know what else is common in the industry? To kill the dog. There are many dog trainers out there. So when you're a dog trainer for 20 years and you know all the skeletons and you know the industry and you know the trainers and you know all the bullshit that happens behind the scenes, you know that about the lies. You know about the people that are saying one thing and doing another. You know about the people that are recommending killing a dog instead of correcting the dog. It's called death before discomfort. It's a very common phrase in our industry. Death before discomfort. You know, in, in, in Rhode Island, which by the way, we are moving the company from Rhode Island to Florida, and I believe on the 26th of this month, it's a Sunday, the last Sunday of the month, we're having a humongous sale on everything in the company. Everything. Well, I believe remote collars and prong collars are coming down to Florida. Computers are coming down to Florida. Everything else, though, and I think Joelle is going to put up a post today explaining all the things that are for sale. So there's like this whole thing about having like there's a lot of people out there now that are like, Let's have a rational discussion. Let's there is no such thing. It's too late. You guys missed the fucking boat on rational discussions. You missed it. You stayed silent. You didn't speak up when I told you to speak up. And now you're all going to pay the price for it. Not me. I'm not going to pay the price. I'm only going to be training dogs for so long. I'm not going to be paying the price at all. I can click or train a dog. I can I can train a dog numerous ways. I can reward, like we reward based train dogs all the time. How do you think we get them to be obedient? But all these dogs with all these bad behaviors, they're all going to end up dead. Watch. Just watch. In the next five years, in the next 10 years, you're going to see a mass amount of murder happening to dogs they can easily be fixed but it'll be unlawful to do that pretty sad they're putting dogs down the resource guard you can stop resource guarding we do it in one to three seconds 
You're going to see that you're not allowed to crate your dog. You're going to see that all dogs have to be willing participants. You're going to see that you can't even say no to your dog. Pretty much you're going to see that you can't own a fucking dog. Why? Because there's a huge amount of money and organization behind that force. And it's a great message. And dog trainers need to stop arguing about it. And dog owners need to step up. But all of this nonsense that everybody's seeing online, it's all bullshit. You missed it. And actually, the conversation is needs to be changed. It's time for owners to stand up and fight for the tools. Not trainers, but owners. But trying to get someone to change their mind... That's like trying to ask a Scientologist, trying to, trying to have someone that's converting a religion. That's what you're fighting against. And it's not, it's, it's not what the problem is going to be. That's not, like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But family pet dogs are going to be dying by the millions. They can be easily saved. We've gone down a rabbit hole of destruction to a family pet dog. Remember, I'm a family pet dog trainer. That is the highest number of dogs out there. Sport dogs are incredible. Small minority. Agility. Dock diving. Those are small minorities. Trick training. Small minorities. The family pet dog is the largest demographic of dogs. And those dogs are going to be the ones that die. Those families are going to be the ones that die. Because people are not going to be allowed to do simple, practical, efficient, quick techniques that stop behavior. Everybody at this whole fucking narrative of, well, if you put the time in, no, you don't need to put, of course you have to put time in. Of course you've got to be training. But Great example. Hold on. Let me just switch cameras. I'm going to do my own show. I use my personal camera, my thing. Here's my mobile camera. It's hard to see because it's a black dog. That's Bruno. Bruno is in place, and he'll be in place, place for two hours. He's already been in place for half an hour. He'll be there in two hours. He'll be there for two hours this morning. He's a, he's a board and trained dog. How do you think he learned to go to place with a reward? With rewards, with food. He learned to go to place with food. But how do you think he learned how to stay there for two hours? For by applying a correction, a punisher for breaking place. What does that look like? I can sit here right now and if he breaks place, I can send him back to place with a remote while I'm talking to you. And you see, and and it's 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 not mean, it's not abusive. But what else should he be doing? I'm in my bedroom right now. My podcast studio is in my bedroom. What else should he be doing? Plus, also Tex is right across from him. And Wes was right in here as well. Joel just woke up and opened up the door, and Wes went out. So I had three dogs in here, all lying down. Not that impressive in my book. That's the norm.
owners of dogs, of family pets, are going to pay the price and they won't know what to do. Already they don't know what to do. If all these trainers out there that don't believe in corrections, that don't believe in working a dog above threshold, that don't believe in, you know, applying stressors to your dog, that only believe in rewards, were so fucking good at stopping unwanted behaviors, why are so many families struggling? Why? And please keep in mind, we train with positive reinforcement. We train with food. We clicker train, but our bar, we want it to be set high. Our bar, we set high and it doesn't take long. If you have an untrained dog, you can have a dog hold a command for at least an hour, if not more in a week or less. In a week or less. It's not that difficult to do. Meanwhile, people are doing four-week and six-week boarding trains that are reward-only that the dog comes out of there barely knowing anything. Maybe they know something inside the training room. All of you know this. You know this. You all go to classes at like a dog training center that's in a big industrial park because that's where they are, because it's efficient, because they've got lots of open space. The dog does well, but as soon as you go to the parking lot, it all falls apart. We all know this. I used to do that. When I got into dog training, I was the one also that did it. But it didn't work outside of the class. And it's not because I was lazy it's because I didn't have the philosophy, the tools, the techniques, the coaching. I was told that that's wrong. But meanwhile, it worked. Do you know how many trainers that work at these reward-only places know that it, they can only do so much with dogs? Did you know that? Talk to them all. Talk to an employee that works at a reward-only place that they, they, know, they know they can stop an unwanted behavior, but they're not allowed to. But you're fighting against an organized cult. I've been calling them cults for the longest time. Now I'm hearing other people parroting that message. And that doesn't mean like kudos for you, Jeff. Good job. You know, da, 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 da. I'm just saying maybe people should start paying attention to the crazy ones. The loud ones. The ones that actually give a shit about families. That actually give a shit about the dogs. That are not trying to just push a message to boost their ego. But you are going to see so many fucking dogs die. You are going to see so many dogs in shelters. They can easily... Excuse me. I got to drink some water, guys. They can be easily, easily stopped. Easily. But everybody is passing off the kindler, what they interpret is the kindler, gentler way. But the bottom line is the results the results are not there. And you're getting people who are preaching, I've been saying this for 20 years, you're getting people out there that are preaching don't correct your dog, but when they go home, what do you think they do? 
What do you think they do with their own personal dogs? Do you think they abide by that? They don't. They don't. They preach one thing. They preach one thing and they practice another. Is that unethical? Mass quantities of unethics in this industry. Mass unethics in this industry. So, I didn't believe it until I needed it. Yep. Until you got that dog. Well, some of us make a living with those dogs. Some of us make a living with all the dogs that were turned away. And we have success. Not only do we have success, we have high levels of success. So the dog that was turned away from a certain trainer because they didn't believe in correcting the dog for unwanted behavior actually ends up being trained better than the dog that was trained with reward only. And now everybody has an iPhone or a Samsung, whatever, whatever your brand of phone is. Everybody has a phone that can document this. Why are we not seeing that? And I'm not talking about choreographed routines. you got to get off of that. I'm talking about family pets. I'm talking about working dogs and high level. Like, so for instance, um, today's Thursday. We'll be taking two dogs to a soccer game today. Soccer practice, excuse me. A soccer practice today. Two dogs that couldn't be around people. Whining, lunging, barking. And you'll see them lie down and mind their business for an hour and a half at a soccer game with lots of kids, lots of balls being kicked around, crowds of people. There's just too much, not only is there misinformation and lies, there are people that actually don't want to actually listen to the truth. They're not interested in the truth. They're stuck in their own ideology. And I yell and I scream about this almost every day on my morning podcast because dogs are dying and owners are struggling. And it doesn't need to be that way. Your dog does not have to have separation anxiety. Your dog does not have to be struggling. Your dog does not have to be leash reactive. Your dog can hold commands for hours around distractions. Your dog could stop at a minimum pulling on a leash. That takes seconds to stop. What do we got for questions, comments? Watch movies, one, two, three. Good morning. Good morning to you. Snuggle Buns, good morning. Good morning, Avi. Hi, everyone. Hello. Raquel, love you. Good morning. Apex Canine, good morning. Linda, good morning, all. Ben Fraunhofer, German Shepherds. I get it from both sides. Adopt, don't shop, which is bullshit. Um, you should be able to get a dog anywhere you want to. And if they didn't make adopting a dog from a shelter um, so difficult, people would actually adopt. Um, so what are people doing? They're shopping instead. On the training side as well, because I use slip bleeds, prong, and knee cow are just ridiculous, the world we live in. Yeah, it is. 
Everyone's got a big fucking mouth, but no results. Everyone's got a big mouth, but no results. Daniel says, hey, Daniel from New Zealand. Hi, how are you doing? Good morning. Doing fantastic. Love the show. Thank you. Murph says, death before discomfort. Damn, it's wild how true that is. It's very, it's very true. It's very, very true. Megan says, except the police will be training canine with e-cower. They won't be unlawful, LOL. But I don't care about that. Megan, no disrespect to you at all. I don't give a shit. That's such a small minority. That's such a small minority. If, 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 if they want to do it, that's fine. I, family pets compared to a working to a canine from a police department for the military is probably a million to one, a million to one. My, my business is family pets. My business is dogs that are struggling in families. That's I don't care. I don't care. If they want to pass a law that says nobody can use these tools except for except for police canines, I do not care. I'm trying to make it so the average family can do what they want. But if people keep staying silent as they have until just a few months ago, a few months ago, Think about that. 20 years of exposing the lies, and now a few months ago, people started talking about it. Where's everybody been? Where's everybody been? Terry says, this morning, someone looking to rehome dog, out of control poles, easy to fix, five minutes. They have a baby. Dog can't be inside. I recommended baby-proofing green to graduate, free content, Q&As, hoping she follows through their wits and not knowing where to start. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's like there's so many owners out there, they just don't know where to start. And it's confusing because they're getting conflicting information. But all of that can be resolved. We have dogs that go after children that we rehab. Baby proofing is actually a structure. We have a course on that. Baby proofing is an actual structured training protocol. Pulling, easy to fix. But most people have zero idea what it's like to have an in-control dog. I rarely see a dog even slightly trained. I rarely see a dog even slightly trained. Von Fraunhofer, German Shepherds, you're right, because common families won't know what to do without tools and trainers that are able to show them how to use the tools. Yeah, and it's even bigger than that. It's even bigger than the tools. I mean, you're not, they're trying to pass laws about you can't say no to your dog. Dogs need to be willing participants. Like, th this is what they're doing. It's ridiculous. So the people that are trying to pass these laws, number one, do you even own a dog? Number two, is your dog a willing participant in everything you do, even reward-based training? Oh, the dog doesn't want to train today, so don't train it. Oh, everybody likes to humanize. The child doesn't want to go to school, so just let it stay home. The, the, the child doesn't want to put on its winter coat. Let it walk outside in a T-shirt. Oh, the child doesn't want to put on its seatbelt. Let it, let it not wear a seatbelt. Like, we can fucking go on forever on this shit. How about, this is not going to come across as sexist, strap on a set of fucking balls and take control of the situation. But... When you talk like this, as I have been, it comes across as craziness. But guess what? We're past, 
We are past the point of rational conversation. We need kick in the ass, shock and awe, real life, realistic, matter of fact, your dog's going to be fucking killed. You're going to lose your family pets if you don't get on board. Philip says, Jeff, what is a dog products, i.e. food company's position? Oh, I don't know about that. Wouldn't they want pet dog population to maintain to grow? Yeah. Philip, food companies, the majority of dry food out there, in fact, almost all dry food sucks. Almost all kibble sucks. That's just the way it is. Just the way it is. Avi says, I'll take discomfort over death anytime. Yes, yeah, so will I. That's ridiculous, totally absurd. And so would the dog. You know, if people truly cared about their dogs, they would do what it took. Even if the dog had to feel momentary discomfort to stop an unwanted behavior. But nope. Like, we work with dogs that if someone is in the same room as the dog when it's eating, the dog will stop eating, run across the room, and attack them. These are the dogs we work with. I challenge a reward-only trainer to stop that behavior. They're going to they're gonna recommend redirecting. That's not stopping the behavior. Stop the behavior. Make sure it doesn't exist anymore. But they're not interested in that. They're interested in, well, dogs should be put down. Dog's too dangerous. Then why have we fixed it? Why have we fixed it thousands of times? You know, why have we extinguished that behavior? Why? Successfully. So why is it that not just myself, but thousands of other dog trainers can extinguish resource guarding in seconds? But dogs are routinely killed in shelters for that behavior. I'm sure my Freya agrees. Yeah. I think if you ask most dogs, they'd probably rather stay alive. Von Fraunhofer, German Shepherds, families are brainwashed about tools being bad. Yeah. The industry is. Everybody is. When they go to positive only, they usually find themselves struggling like you talk about. The families that are uh, luck that they have a friend or family member that talks to them about tools and gives them the understanding that tools um are an educational tool i love your lives yeah tools are not bad first of all if you use a leash on your dog you're using a tool if you use food you're using a tool if you use any collar whatsoever you're using a tool all training has tools but we're having a rational conversation. You can't have rational conversations with irrational people. It doesn't, that's not anything. People are so stuck in their ideologies that it doesn't make a difference. John Hopkins just came out with a report that the lockdowns during COVID had a point, I believe, 0.2%. Look this up. Look this up. John Hopkins is a reputable industry, reputable university. 0.2% um, result. 
that just came out that Fauci bribed all these people to lie. Nobody reports on it. You have to do your own research. How come nobody's reporting on the John Hopkins on the John Hopkins study? How come nobody is reporting on the John Hopkins study? And then they go on to say how the, de the detriment that happened to businesses and people because of the lockdowns. Snuggle buttons. Talk to a big box store trainer and when describing negative methods they don't use, they included a muzzle. Ridiculous. Yep. They won't put a muzzle on a biting dog. That's just sheer stupidity. So instead, let the dog bite, and now the dog is bitten, it might get killed. But all you had to do is put a muzzle on the dog. Vets use muzzles. Why can't groomers use muzzles? Why can't trainers use muzzles? It's fun. And I love vets. But it's funny what vets are allowed to do. Vets put dogs under stress. Vets apply discomfort. Vets bring dogs above threshold. But that's okay. But trainers can't. Owners can't. Why do vets get a free pass? Megan says the word no is a correction for God's sake. Of course it is. Some, well, no actually is a marker. It's a marker word. No can actually mean yes if you wanted it to be. But it's usually used as a... a uh, a marker for a pre-correction. Jackie says, the brainwashing of the ideology is hardcore, but the wildest thing is the trainers who preach one thing and do another. They're both bad and confusing owners. Yes, so many. The public not, might not be aware of this. So many trainers preach reward only. They go home with their own, with their own dogs, and that's not what they practice. Hi, Ange. And that's not what they practice. Avi says, who knows how long police will be allowed to use dogs? Scary. Oh, that'll be banned soon. They're already trying to pass laws that dogs can't, police dogs can't bite. So meanwhile, you know what's going to happen? A bunch of dead police dogs. They, uh, Dan says, can't wait to start the Green to Graduate. I'm determined to have our new dog be great everywhere so he can come with us all the time. In Rhode Island, I wish you the best down there. Grab the program with the email coupons. Really appreciate that. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. I, Dan, I appreciate your, 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 your purchasing the course. So there's a dog whining. No. I just corrected a dog. How bad was that? I just corrected a dog for whining and getting out of position. In the middle of a podcast, I did it. Was that so bad? Was that so bad? No. And Wendy... I'm a recovering positive only student. Thousands of dollars later, left the cult, and you'll never guess why. LOL. Probably because you didn't get results. Three, two, one, and me. Oh, so true. I tried to adopt, and the adoption process was such that I ended up shopping. But I love her as if she was a rescue and very grateful to her breeders. But hold on here, though. Three, two, one, and me. Why do you love her? Because she's a rescue. Why do you love her? Because she's a rescue. Like, are, seriously, Wendy, no disrespect, but like, why don't you just love her like she's a fucking dog? What is it? Like, why is it that if you get a dog that's a rescue, your angel wings grow? Why? Do you think that by rescuing a dog, you're a better person than buying a dog? 
Do you honestly think three, two, one, and me? I do. I'm, this is zero disrespect for you. Zero. I don't understand though. You love her like she was a rescue, and I love you. You're on our show all the time. You contribute so much quality stuff. Please don't take this the wrong way. But just think about that comment. Think about that comment. You're still brainwashed. You are still brainwashed. And and and, and you didn't. It's not that it's a rescue. Shelters are just filled with someone else's unwanted dogs. You bought the dog. When you go to a shelter, you're making a purchase. You're literally walking down an aisle of dogs and kennels, picking out which one you want, and you are purchasing the dog. You are purchasing the dog. It is a purchase. Kim said, I would love to walk my dog without other dogs going bananas. Well, other dogs can go bananas. That you can't control. Jackie says, I always wanted to learn about e-cower and went to trainers who improved my dog's reactivity and it strengthened all his commands. I did a lot of work positively, but the e-cower made things better. Yep. And it usually does. There's so much misinformation about Shock cowers, e cowers, remote cowers are all the same thing. There's so much misinformation. So much information. I literally just changed this dog's behavior. I stopped an unwanted behavior, put the dog back into position, all while I was doing a podcast because of this. Why is that bad? Why is that bad? Megan. Um, whoa. What the fuck just happened to my screen? Um, Megan, I suggest your leash reactivity course to someone who said they can't afford a trainer but are about to rehome their out-of-control dog and they said they refuse to watch because... What, because I'm Jewish? Uh, because of the bonker videos. Oh, they saw the bonker videos. Yeah. Yeah. The bonker videos. The famous bonker videos that are taken out of context. So they wouldn't watch one of my videos. They wouldn't watch one of my videos because I threw a cotton towel to, to, re, to rehab an aggressive dog. I threw a cotton towel at a dog to rehab and fix an aggressive dog. So they can't afford a trainer. They've got a leash reactive, reactive dog. I can fix that in a couple of minutes. But because they saw me rehab, first of all, you've got to take it out of context. But by the way, the bonker is a great tool for leash reactive dogs. So let them live with the leash reactive dog. Or they can go to as many reactive rover classes as they want to and probably not get results if they don't get kicked out. Because people are kicked out of those classes. Uh, where are we here? Sorry, guys, it's got bumped. Jeez. Okay. Okay, here we go. Aunt Wendy found Jeff because I needed it. Two kettle dogs face, cha face chasing down, not stop with positive reinforcement. Yeah. Positive reinforcement reinforces wanted. Like, like it's really important that people understand. We use a ton of positive reinforcement. It reinforces wanted commands. Um, yeah, 
I've had the same. They would rather rehome or put to sleep and fix it. The dogs are already out of control. So why not at least try to first because of the ideology? Devin says, ironically, the positive only force-free training came from dolphin trainers at SeaWorld LLMO. Okay. First of all, that is, they're actually not using positive reinforcement at SeaWorld. Just to give everybody a big heads up, they're not doing it. They're not doing it. They're using punishment. They're using punishment. You don't see it, but making it making an animal only work for food and not giving it food and segregating it in a, a dolphin living in a tiny little room underwater. Try that shit at sea. It ain't going to fucking work. And, and it's no comparison. You can't compare an animal at SeaWorld and a family pet dog. Jackie says, shelters aren't difficult to adopt from. That's rescues. But no, I'm going to disagree with you on that one, Jackie. Shelters are. The ones in Providence, Rhode Island are. Many people I talk to are. I get many, many, many emails about that. Now, where you are, I'm glad, I'm glad that shelters are easy to adopt from. I'm glad. But shelters have so many restrictions on dogs. What you can and cannot do. What you can and cannot do. Shelters threaten that they will take the dog back if you train a certain way. Some are ridiculous with their applications. Ethical breeders should be picky, agreed, about who gets their dogs, especially working-type dogs. Absolutely. I agree with everything you just said, except for, but that's just my opinion, which you can disagree with. Shelters aren't difficult to adopt from. Megan says, well, that's a shame. I remember the day I found the bonker video. I was so grateful to find something that was a different approach. I was willing to do anything as I loved my pup. That's, yep, that's the goal, but didn't have a clue where to start with this behavior. It worked immediately as it does. That's why we preach it. That's why we show it. Dan says, agreed. I asked Jeff last week about puppy chasing the kids and being mouthy with them. And he said, stop it. I didn't recommend a bonker already working. Yeah. It's just like people are just, people are just afraid to do anything to their dog, but love, be affectionate, be rewarding. God forbid they set down a boundary. God forbid they set down a boundary. Donna says, yeah, me too. I laugh when people come up to me and ask how I got my dog so well-trained. I tell them, sell a canine training and their whole attitude changes. Yep. I tell, I tell, just tell them, don't feel sorry for my dogs. They'll never be rehomed or end up in a shelter. Unlike what you're saying about your, your, probably the, your dog. Yeah. I know, what, I know what the conversation is about out there about me. I'm not stupid. I see it. But guess what, though? 10 times as many people feel differently. 321 and, and me, I've heard some of the same things uh, through epic times. Cam, it's unfortunate because of lockdown. Um, I lost two family members. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep, and you probably weren't allowed to be in the same room. Unfortunate um, as an understatement, yeah. I'm a huge anti-lockdown person. Griffin was one of those two dangerous, untrainable dogs. It's been three years since we found Sally Canine Training. She's a total rock star. We even added a new baby, and she's still unbothered. Valentine Adventures, congratulations. I'm really, really happy for you. Michelle says, Vets are aligned with the pharmaceutical companies pushing excessive vaccines and drugs. Agreed 100%. We all know what's going on with the pharmaceutical companies. And if you don't know what's going on with the pharmaceutical companies, please do research. Please do research. JC says, of course, they don't practice it. It doesn't work. Melanie C. says, I'm not quite sure what that was about, JC. What doesn't work? Um, Melanie C. says, Philip, 
read the forever dog and you'll be shocked about how bad highly processed dry dog food is those companies only want money raw fresh is way better i learned the hard way myself yeah we've got a great ebook if you go into sowiecaninetraining.com and go to shop there's a great ebook it's a great book to start your dog on raw by thomas sandberg Sid said, I was told to leave my GSD and truck because I leash popped her for whining in feed store. Manager threw us out. Yep. God forbid you give your dog a leash pop. God forbid. Like that's the worst thing. Philip says, what? No biting dogs. What's next? Police officers must tie their hands behind their back. Idiots. No, but they're gonna have to get rid of their guns. They're gonna have to get rid of their guns. That's next. I mean, why do you think, why do you think San Francisco, Chicago, New York is having such a problem with crime? Why? Los Angeles, no cash bail. Let the criminals out to commit more crimes. Why? Why do you think everybody's leaving these cities? Because they're safer? Because the quality of life is better? Constance, hey, Jeff, I have a long drive coming up and would like your recommendation for another good personal growth book or author to download. Um, we already started Jim Rohn. You can do more Jim, do more Jim Rohn. Zig Ziglar, you can do that. If you go into audible.com, it's going to start making recommendations. So once you put in Jim Rohn, and then it starts making all these other recommendations. And then you can get free previews and see which ones um, resonate with you. Because different books resonate with different audiobooks, resonate with different people. And thanks for that wonderful email you sent me yesterday. It meant a lot. Sid said I was told that dog whining did not warrant that. Really? Sure it does. So what warrants it? So... Are you against leash pops or not? So what should I pop my dog for? And do you really want a whining dog in your, in your business? Do you want a whining kid in your business? Do you want loud talkers in your business? Raquel says, modern dog society has gone entirely mad. The fact that rational conversation has become rare is just a snippet of how low we have um, allowed ourselves to go. I'm with you all the way, Jeff. Love you, yeah. It's not just rational. It's not just about dog training. It's about everything. People can't have converse. People cannot disagree anymore and sit at the same table. If you have opposing views on something, you can't even be in the same room. Whatever happened to rational debate? Uh, some vets from Von Fraunhofer, German Shepherd, some vets in Texas see a large dog and want to muzzle them. I say, okay, grab my bag, muzzle them. The vets are shocked because my dog muzzles and are fabulous through the exam. They would be, they would be, but they're uncomfortable. So I take the edge off and my dog does a willing. Yeah, I have no problem muzzling my dogs at the vets. No problem at all. Um, three, two, one to me, A, because people have given me the stink eye about, should I have shrugged it off? Yes, you should have shrugged it off. Even more than that, tell them to fuck off. Tell them to fuck off. I'm Right now, I'm looking for a German Shepherd. I will be buying it from a breeder, most likely. Because I see all the dogs, the German Shepherds coming out of rescues and shelters. I work with them every day. Don't worry about why, why are you affected by people's, other people's opinion of you? Three, two, one in me. Why do you care what other people think of you? Why? Ask yourself that. Seriously, do some deep thinking on that. Why? Diane says, people ask, was it a rescue? Like it's a badge of honor. Hey, buddy. Yep. Do a good job with your homework, buddy. I will. All right. It is a badge of honor. Yes. 
Mark says, if they um, ever ban police dogs from biting, it will cause numerous injured and or killed police dogs. I know I know it will for a fact. Police officers and the general public, I'm speaking as a former police canine handler. Yeah. Yep. So what they're going to do is they want the dogs to just do bark and holds. So what's going to happen is this. The criminal, which has a weapon, is going to be chased down by the police dog. The police dog has to stop, do a bark and hold. The criminal just shoots them. Stabs them. Sorry, you broke the law. You're going to be chased down and apprehended. That's sort of the goal. If you don't want to get bit by a police dog, don't put yourself in a position that would warrant it. Hi, Mark. The law about police canines is going through New York, New Jersey, and California. Yes, it's going to make um, worse crime worse in those states. As you said, BAS, I'm not sure what that means. B-A-S, probably a typo. Yeah. Yep. You'll see. Everyone's going to see. Everyone's going to pay the price. It all sounds great until you're the one that's the victim of a crime. Your child's a victim of a crime. Hannibal TLC, I was denied by shelters and rescues because I don't have a fence. That's that's big, yeah. Fencing yards is big. I have a dog who is in spade. Yep. Weird restrictions. Now I have two German Shepherds from Awesome Breeders. Yeah. They've got all, all, so many shelters are like, you have to train with positive only. Someone always has to be home. You have to have a fenced in yard. Um, you can't use a crate. Um, so there's so many restrictions they put on it. So many restrictions they put on it. Karen says, I've been following your free content for a couple of years. I have a three-year-old lab. I have finally been able to purchase some of your courses. I'm very thankful as my lab now has to have ACL surgery and the training will be so crucial to a good recovery. Thank you so much. Yes. So long duration place. Dog should be good in the kennel. And then after a few weeks, swimming. It's low impact. 320 me. My pup and I are just thankful to have found you. Love your content. Well, thank you. I'm glad you found us too. Um, I know rabies vaccine is stay required, but thoughts on distemper, Lyme, et cetera. Um, and you think they should get, I'm so worried about this. I'm the wrong guy to ask on that. All I know is that we over-vaccinate our dogs. All I know is that you, you can do all your first shots and then that's possibly all you need. That's possibly all you need. And there's something called titers. You can get titers tests, which will help you to determine, you know, if if you need a vaccination or not. So I'm not anti-vaccination. I'm anti-over-vaccination. I'm not anti-medication. I'm anti-over-medication. Um, I find that rescue groups have a shit ton of rules when you adopt from them. They make it very difficult to adopt from them. Yes, they do. Heartworm, flea, and tick. Yep, there's natural ways to do that. Sid says, um, she said my dog wasn't doing anything wrong and dog was probably anxious. No shit. She wants to visit humans and knows not to whine. I told her she was um, entitled to her opinion and she got mad. Yeah, everyone's got, I mean, you are entitled to your opinion. Snuggle Buns was listening to an old podcast of yours and heard Texas story of how we came to you. I was touched by your kindness. Yeah. Texas um, by Malinois and oh gosh, how long Tex, how long have I owned you for? Five years? I forgot. Anyway, his owner his owner committed suicide, unfortunately, and left a letter saying that he wanted the dog to go to me. So and I never wanted a Malinois. But I got text. Uh, Von Fraunhofer, German Shepherds. Shit, it's 905. I've got to get going. This is the last question. Wish I had an older GSD for you. It would be honor for you to have one. I have fabulous friends, et cetera, in my circle, and they may have an older GSD. Maybe interested in. I only have puppies. 
I can send you some breeders if you're interested. I have friends in New York, Mass, Connecticut, New Hampshire. Good luck in your search. I'm not in Florida now. That's the problem. But we can always ship the dog down to me. Yeah. So work out. So von Fraunhofer, I'm looking for a working line. I like to check lines. Just to let you know, I'm partial to those. Yep, I'm a snob. Um, that's what I'm looking for. I'm not a big show. I don't like show line. Um, I like a working line, drivey, drivey dog. I don't care if it's trained or not. I want a good temperament. So ideally, chances are I'll find a dog that somebody got was too much for them, too much to handle, but is sound in body and mind. And I'm like, I'll, training the dog is the easy part. All right, everybody. Um, time for me to go. It's past nine o'clock. I got to go exercise these dogs because I got a 10 o'clock appointment. Madly in love with all of you. Take care. I will see you all tomorrow. Love you all. Bye-bye.